There we go. Oh. So. I think. I mean, there's still no pointing, but I figure when the music's over, it's time to talk. I think so. He's outside pointing right at the door right now. Maybe. But I can there's... feel the point. Oh, I bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> that one finger. <laughs> I called you this morning. It sounded like you were feeling the point. Oh, gosh. I had pulled my back and done something, and he somehow he found right exactly where it is and stabbed his thumb into it. Oh, man. He is amazing. He is. I love the guy. I do, too. I can't do anything without him. <laughs> and all his buckets. I know. He's going to be OnlyFans, by the way. So I'm going to announce it on the regular podcast today. People are going to be going crazy over this. I really do think we're onto something there. Oh, people are going to, like, wonder when they can sign up, mm-hmm. how much can they give, you know? Do they have to give a child? What You know, <laughs> what's it going to... Well, we don't want any extra kids. Yeah, yeah we got enough of those. We're not guys, taking but, those. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. coming up. So, buddy, uh, do we do a disclaimer? I guess we have a disclaimer that should be. I think we recorded it. Yeah, that's true. So we don't have to do that right now. Right. Jason's probably going to have to edit this. Maybe. Maybe. Not. I mean, we can we can go ahead and do one. Yeah. Well, I don't think we need to. It was recorded. All right. Well, again, just in case you don't hear the recording all the way through, this is our opinion. Yes. Don't get offended. Yes. And, and if, if you, you do. Go fuck yourself. These are just our opinions, Amanda and Carlos. We have opinions on things that we see in the news, shows we watch, movies. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's sad. Sometimes it's just real. Yeah. Um, These opinions have nothing to do with the Rescue Company 1, what we stand for there, or what we teach. Anyone that houses us, pays us, brings us to teach, um, has nothing to do with our fabulous medical director over there, Dr. Ben Abo. He is handsome. He is um, has nothing to do with any of that. This is just our opinions and conversations. And, you know, I'm a firm believer sometimes of talking about things because you might help just one person. And even if you do that, it's okay. Yeah. You know, we may say things that you may not like. Yes. You may not agree with. May offend you. Turn it off. Yes. We're not going to watch our language. We're going to just kind of nope. say things as they come. And they are, you know, fully our opinions. So you have the option of not listening. Yeah. You know, this is be life education value, but it'll be no value of any sort of, you know, education. No, no education. So, you know, all. you don't have to be a paramedic or a nurse or a doctor or anybody to listen to this. Nope. Just a person who's not easily offended. What are we doing today? This is a good one. We we watched another show. Yes. Netflix show. And we have not discussed this. No opinions have been no talked about. No opinions have been talked about. And I am very interested to hear what you think my opinion <laughs> of this is going to be and which side of this I stand on. I, I basically picked it because I think that you maybe started in one place with an opinion and then you ended somewhere else. Oh, um, I, th- I feel like my opinion remains the same throughout anyways. Um, so this is the Netflix, it's a documentary state of Alabama versus Brittany Smith. And it's a short, uh, documentary, which was also fabulous because I don't have that long of an attention span for this stuff. So bravo for that. Um, she made claims that a man that she allowed to come into her home ended up raping her and beating her and was attempting to injure her brother and she shot him and killed him. Mm -hmm. She was in her own home and 
feared for her life, I suppose. Um, and basically is trying to get her charges dropped because she's being charged with murder. Um, trying to get her charges dropped on the stand your ground law. Mm-hmm. And which is they do um, touch on this. That is a very big thing, especially in the South. Stand yes. your ground law. Yep. I wish wish somebody would come in my house. But, and there were a lot of, there are a lot of very valid arguments and points in this case. Mm -hmm. However, she's a dumb bitch. So let me, I think that you thought she was full of shit. That was my, like my original thing. Okay. So like, I I honestly thought that at the end of it, you were probably like, she, there's a lot to the story that is not being said. Um, I think that there's enough of the story being said. From her, I'm saying from her end. I I still think there's enough of it that um, I don't think the stay in your ground law applies to this situation. Yeah, I didn't think you would either. So so we were on the same fucking thing. I I knew that you wouldn't pick it. No. You know, uh, do you know what my original reason why, like, I thought about you right away and then I finished the show and I wanted you to do it? What? Was the 911 call. Oh, because she's a fucking liar? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Just the instructions the lady was giving over the oh, phone. CPR and all that. Yeah. And then, of course, just like every other retarded-ass person like her that calls, she just stops and goes, well, I'm going to go outside now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind the dead guy on the floor and the CPR instructions I was giving you. So, so The cops won't just come in. So you have a dislike for her? Um, I have a dislike for We'll we'll add one disclaimer to this. I have a very strong dislike for anybody that's a fucking liar. Yes. Okay. So she ruined it for me right there. I'm automatically not on her side because she lied on the 911 call and said that her brother is the one that shot him. Yes. And she did that to try and save her own ass because that tells me that you know you didn't have... The right to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Now, I do believe that this man attacked her. She had all the marks. She had the the physical evidence. Oh yeah, and I think whatever. she got attacked. Yeah, I do think he attacked her. And I do like he was on a significant amount of drugs. His methamphetamine levels were like eight hundred and something. When a normal like yeah. low level is like two hundred, yeah, not normal, but like low level, yeah, if you're just low level meth meth intake, yeah, but like <laughs> this is like a he's totally tweaked out. Yeah, okay? he did attack her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he raped her. They never did a rape test, so um, that was yeah. inconclusive. Whatever. Okay. Here's my here's my first problem. She knew he was a drug addict. She knew he was off his rocker, mm-hmm. and she brought him to her house. I'm not saying she deserved to get beaten up or she deserved to get raped, but she let the man in her house. Yeah, I, I just don't think that I would approve of any strange man coming to your house. Uh, no, I don't think Jason would either. No, I I have a very I have a pretty strict rule that you know <laughs> yeah, if you're a people method, don't come don't in come my in house, house. <laughs> unless I you know legit know you yes and have no reason to be fearful of you okay mm-hmm. she already said that this guy was making her feel a little uneasy and whatever by the phone call and whatnot so she lets him come into her house okay there's problem number one yes not saying she deserved to get beaten or raped. Nobody come come at me for that. I'm not saying she deserved it. But I am saying that sometimes women are stupid and they put themselves 
in bad positions, and they do that to oh, themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, do, so do men, though, by the way. They do, but here's yeah. in this specific thing, and this is what gives a bad stigma to women, is yes. people like her, because she was a dumbass, and she brought this guy into her house. Yeah. So then, you know, she... She doesn't call 911 when he when he rapes her or beats her or whatever. She calls her mom. Yeah, to go get cigarettes. To go get cigarettes, which ends up she gets her brother whatever. Now, I don't disagree with that because the guy was threatening her life, saying, if you call 911, the cops show up, I'm going to kill you, yada, yada, yada. I personally, if something were to happen to me and I was in a situation like that, I probably would have called my mom, too. Yeah. Listen, I call her for everything. Yeah. But I'd have called my mom, too. She'd have figured it out. You know, she would have known. And I think in this case, she was close to her mom. And had her mom been the one that showed up, she'd have picked up on it quick. Yeah. Brother, not a clue. So then, you know, they go to the the store and tell that she tells the clerk about it. And then somehow the brother ends up going back to the store and finds out what happened. And now he shows back up at the house where he left her with the guy who beat her up. Okay. Why? Here's my question number one. Mm-hmm. This guy says, I always carry my pistol with me. All right, good for you. Hope you have a permit for that. If yeah. you are always carrying it on you. And, and you know, but do you, so that's one of the questions I've written down. Let's just use Florida, for example. Mm-hmm. In Florida, you don't necessarily need a permit to carry your weapon in, in certain spots with you, right? You don't need a permit if you have it like in your vehicle, but it has to be like a two-step process, I believe, to access it. Are you, are you able to explain that at all for people that are listening? I can we look it up. I can. Yeah, and you know, and I'll then like also if we can look up the stand your ground law, which I'm again asking, I'm not 100 percent sure, which I believe it's a law here in Florida as well. It is. We do have stand your ground law. Okay. So, like, uh, it'd be cool to find out, like, you know, like, I'm allowed to have a gun in my house. And it could be loaded and everything the way I want it to. Right. If I'm, let's say I'm going to the shooting range and I don't have a permit. Mm -hmm. You can take it. Yeah, I can take my gun with me, but it has to be stored appropriately, right? And it has to be within, like, that two-move thing. It has to be securely encased or otherwise not readily accessible. So in cases like that, you're going to a shooting range, you don't have a permit, you can take them. has to be basically bag. disassembled. It has to be in a case of some sort. It has to be unloaded. Your uh, magazines and whatever have to be separate from the weapon. So there's multi multiple steps that you would have to take in order to harm someone. Okay. Um, and that's the point, is that it's not easy... For you to just pick it up and start shooting people. Yes. You have to be able to, it has to be a process. I gotcha. Um, And that's how it is in your vehicle. You can have a weapon in your vehicle, Mm -hmm. but you have to be able, there has to be the process. So, Um, you know, like, so the brother who's carrying the gun that comes back to her house, he is carrying it on him. And then he takes a gun away and he puts it in the... um, on the counter. Right. Right. So that's my problem. Okay. So you walk in. Mm-hmm. Dude's standing in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Don't know where your sister is. You are carrying a gun. We're going to assume he is lawfully carrying his gun. He has yeah. a concealed weapon permit. He carries it on him. Whatever. Because yep. even in Alabama, that's a thing. Yes. You got to have a permit. Um, 
why did you take it out and put it on the counter? Yeah, why not use it, right? Like, why not use it to show force? Right. And then make that person leave. And then if that person comes right. to attack you, then you have reasonable fear of feeling in danger. You could probably kill that guy, right? But now, yes. And yeah. now, not only did you take it out, so now you have a weapon around someone on drugs that is not secured in yeah. any way. Yeah. Well, what happens when that guy picks up your own gun and shoots you? Yeah, it's just weird to me. You just gave him, like, the whole thing is weird. I don't understand why he took it out and put it on the counter. Yeah. I would not do that. And I would not recommend that to anyone. Yeah, like, I just don't get it, right? You gave the dude, like, you gave him a weapon. Yeah. (laughs) People have concealed carry permits, and they carry guns to protect themselves and those immediately around them or their families or whatever. Yeah. Like, I have a concealed weapons permit. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to walk into a situation that I know is fucked up and this guy just beat the shit out of my sister and put my gun on the kitchen counter. And and that's where. So as the show progressed and we got to that part of the show, it's kind of where I seriously had a problem with the whole story. Yes. So I like to think that if something was happening to you or Trish or any of the kids and shit like that, that, you know, I'm going to go in guns blazing. Yes. However, the reality is that the safest thing to do would have done is I go to that store. The lady tells me for people that miss that she basically when they went to the store, her or brother, the, 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 the deceased person, the attacker, mm-hmm. um, she went in the store, wrote down for, for the lady in there like, hey, I'm being attacked. I mean, held hostage. hostage. please. Mm-hmm. Here's some numbers. And my brother's probably going to come back and talk to you. Please tell him what's going on. Yes. So she tells her brother, go back and talk to the clerk, mm-hmm. goes into the house, which I don't necessarily think. I thought her plan, plan. Up, up to that whole point. I think her plan was yeah. working out. great. I, I think it was OK. Yeah. I, I think that she was doing the best with what she knew how to do. Yeah. With the threats that were being made. Yeah, absolutely. So I think she, that she acted appropriately at that point. Mm-hmm. Made a mistake. Let this dude in my house. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm an idiot. Mistake number yeah. one. But then you sure. go. Then you go over. To, to the place, and then you, bam, you know, now the brother is in the is in the brother's court. Yes. So, so now the brother knows what happened. Yes. He comes back. Uh-huh. Still, no notification to law enforcement. I would have called 911. Yes. I would have called 911 right away. Yes. But instead, he walks in the back door and puts his gun on the counter and then confronts this guy. Yeah. So... They obviously get into a physical altercation, whatever. At this point, the sister has heard that something's going on, and now she's in the kitchen. Yes. Well, then she sees, oh, my brother put his gun on the counter. Let me pick that up. Yeah. Now, now, now she doesn't take the opportunity to call 911. No, still. Still, yeah. Still no 911. Yeah. Still none. And then she proceeds to threaten the, the man that harmed her and is now attacking her brother, says, let go of him and get out or I'm going to shoot you, whatever. Yeah. Well, obviously he doesn't. So she shoots him. She shoots three times. And kills him, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised she didn't hit the brother. I am too. She's a good shot. Like, she shot them before. <laughs> yeah. She's a good shot. Because when they, like, th- she's saying, like, she was saying that the guy had her brother in a chokehold, which means that they were they were close together. Yeah. They're, they're touching. Yeah. The two men are touching. 
How did she, like, she only hit the bad guy? Yeah, that, that, that's so crazy to me, right? Okay. I, 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 that was one of my other things. So part I'm like, of me wonders, were they actually fighting? Was this pre-planned? Yes. Like, is the reason that he put the gun on the counter so that she could shoot him? Yeah, no. Like, I, did, he, I, did they set that up? I'm 100% like, on, on board with you here. So whatever. She shoots him. She kills him. Guy's dead on her kitchen floor. Gotcha. Now we call 911. Yes. And start getting CPR instructions. And we immediately right off the bat lie. Yeah. My brother shot him. My brother shot him. Now, let me try to put you in her mindset. She's lost her kids. Mm -hmm. She is now getting her life back together. Kids are about to come back. Mm -hmm. Do you lie so now you're not involved as deep in, you know, going through a case so you can get your kids back? I... I obviously am not in that situation, so I don't know exactly what I would do. I can see the thought process behind the lie mm-hmm. and that she would be thinking something like that. Yeah. However, I go back to my way of thinking. And if I were in her situation and I was getting ready to get my kids back within a couple of days after all this shit. I have no man in my house. I'm not bringing him home. No, I have no man in my house. Yeah. Absolutely. Boom, no problem. Yeah. Don't have to worry about lies then. Yeah. Don't put yourself in a bad situation. But she obviously, you know, so I'm just, to me, where I have an issue is the, with the brother. You don't call 911. I think the brother should have gotten some time, too. Oh, I, the brother lying, should definitely be. For lying to the cops mm-hmm. and then for being stupid. Yeah. You don't call 911 on the way there. Like, I like to think that I'm a bad motherfucker and that would be really cool. It, yeah. And then I would calmly call 911 going, I'm about to, I wish a motherfucker would. Right. I'm about to fuck somebody up. Y'all need to respond here. Yes. But the reality is that I'm going to scream like a bitch on the phone. Yeah. My sister. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm going to sound like fucking horrible. And you're going to walk in the back door with a gun in your hand and not set it on the fucking counter. Yeah. 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 I just, that, that whole part. The, the whole part of that guy getting shot and the gun and the brother and the sister, like none of it makes sense to me. Now. I'm Florida girl, born and raised, been here my whole life. I don't know how they do things in Alabama. Yeah. I'm also an only child. Yeah. Maybe they got, maybe there's something different in Alabama that I don't, I don't know I don't think about. it's that much different in but, Alabama than in Florida. But. I met your dad. Like, you don't, you don't put the gun down. Yeah. For one. Yeah. Like, there's rule number one. Yeah. Rule number two, don't, just don't, don't lie. Like, she called and then she lies and now it's this whole story. And then she doesn't even tell the truth until the next day because her brother's in jail. Yeah. And then she goes in and she like has this big dramatic confession and like, oh, I can't live with myself and blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> uh, what? Then so, why'd you lie? Do you do you think that this show, like, um, the, the, one of the things that annoyed me the most about the show is that they turned it into this whole women don't get a fair trial in, um, yes. in that county. And stuff like that. I, I think they turned this into something bigger and they're trying to get their, which it worked. They're trying to get their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And there were some statistics in the show and there are like, you can look it up and you can see that there are more times that women do get convicted of crimes when it comes to stand your ground versus men. Yeah. Um, and just like most things in our country, this was a law written for men. It was. Because 
when it was written, just like when most things were written, it's not normal for women to be the ones carrying guns. Okay. I, so I see that. You, you got to go back in time and you have to go back to, you know, a normal, not a normal, but an older way of thinking where that was the norm. The men were the defenders. The men went to war. The men carried the guns. The men killed the people. Women did not. So the law, even though it doesn't specifically state that it doesn't apply to women, Mm -hmm. it is written for men to protect life, property, whatever. So when you, like, what year was the law enacted uh, in In Alabama or Florida? Both. I'd like to know that. And then the other thing is, like, why it's like, but now we can safely imply that the same law that applies to a man applies to a woman. Yes. Because it doesn't say a man on the, in the actual statute, does it? Um, I don't know. Because this is a good, that, that's definitely a good thing, you know, and, and it's just like, while you're looking that up, realize the, the show, I think, is one of the things that probably a lot of people haven't watched this show is because, number one, wasn't a big Netflix hit. No. <laughs> Number two, like, uh, I think that you lose people when you turn it into this whole I'm not being treated fair thing. Yes, because now it's yet another thing that is talking about how men are treated better than women. And it's it's taking away from what their case actually is. And part of what pissed me off about the whole show is I feel like that is they did on purpose. I feel like she knows she fucked up. Yeah. In more than one way. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of her owning up to what she did, she's trying to make it into this whole thing about women are treated unfairly, and now I'm fighting for our rights as women, and blah blah blah. Okay. Listen, I I know the I know enough of, about the rule of what I can do and when it would be called for for me to wish a motherfucker would. Yeah. Okay. I know what they did. None of that was right. None of that applies. And the thing is, when she shot him, he, I don't necessarily believe that him and the brother were fighting. I don't really believe that they were about to, like, the Not, not many marks die. on the brother. No. Yeah. Like, he's a soft fucker, too. You be marking him. Now, had she shot him while mm-hmm. she was getting beat the fuck up? Yeah. I'm all about it. You did stand your ground right then and there. Yes. But instead, hours have passed at this point. He had an and opportunity to kill you, didn't kill you. Yes. This guy is just, you know. You took him shopping. So, right. And then took him <laughs> back to your house again. Yeah, yeah. You took him shopping. Obviously, the guy wasn't armed. Uh, right. So, yeah, he's just, it, it, there's a lot in here. Like, I think the brother should have served some prison time for this. So then, one of the interesting things, at the very end, they're talking about her, like, testimony and her depositions and all this stuff, and... They're asking her if she saw weapons, if he had weapons. And she's hands like, and penis. I saw weapons. He, I saw his hands. I saw his mouth. I saw his penis. They're all weapons. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. We send a lot of penises here at the Rescue Company One, pictures yes. of them. So we're sending a lot of weapons. Apparently so. Yeah. We don't send them as weapons. We send them as tokens of love and so, appreciation. Like, if what she's saying is right, now you're telling me that if I see a penis, I have a right to stand my ground and shoot somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope not. <laughs> right. I don't want to get shot. 
So <laughs> now that I show my penis to you, by the way, let's clarify. Let's clarify. Yeah, but there's a you know there's penis statues around here, there you is. know, and there's, and uh, pictures. So the Florida law states a person who is not engaged in an unlawful activity and who is attacked in any other place where he or she has the right to be has no duty to retreat and has the right to stand his or her ground and meet force with force, including deadly force. If he or she reasonably reasonably believes it is necessary to do so to prevent death or great bodily harm to himself or herself or another, or to prevent the commission of a forcible felony. So she's trying to say, and this law applies, this is how the law is written in Alabama also. Okay. So she's trying to imply that she thought this guy was going to kill her brother, and that gave her the right to shoot him. That's that's what she's saying. And then she, you know, she wouldn't take plea deals because... I'm not saying that I did something because I didn't do it. And well, the part of it that and I do commend the judge in this case because the judge didn't fall for the, oh, I'm a woman and you're just not believing me because I'm a woman. She's giving she gave 19 pages worth of why you have yeah. no credibility she gave him yeah it was a fucking hell of an opinion so if you want to be you know dismissed of your charges and you want to be taken seriously and you want to be seen as credible in your actions and what you did um don't fucking lie on the simple shit <laughs> yeah absolutely small lies turn into big lies and a lie is a lie is a lie is a lie yeah i just it wow. doesn't matter what it is. So she lied right out of the gate on a recorded 911 line. And the judge saw right through her bullshit. Yeah. So, but, yeah, you should be in jail. So now if she tells the truth right off the bat, do you think she has any problems? Um, I still think she's specific. I think this I think the whole thing is fucked up. I still think she would have had issues. But I think she stood a better chance of being believed that she was genuinely standing her ground and fearful for her brother's life at that point had she not lied. Yeah. But you you can't change the story. That's the thing. When it comes to legal stuff and yeah. it comes to dealing with law enforcement tell and the whatever, story right. you got to tell the truth. <laughs> you got to tell the story right. Because you're going to forget your lie, too. Yeah. Like, you're going to get tangled up in it, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. They are trained, and they do it all the time, that they know how to pick people apart. That one little thing, they're going to push you so far that eventually you're going to trip up. So she ends up actually taking a plea deal. She does. So I think they 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 fucked her uh, royally in the sense, like, they basically yeah. gave her a plea deal for murder. Mm-hmm. Right, so she only spends months in jail. Yes, but she's a convicted murder. She's you know, a convicted murderer. murderer. Yeah, so she is going to go for you know every job application, yeah. everything. She's fucked. But she did that because if she would have gone to trial, she would have. It would have been. It would have been dropped down to manslaughter. Yeah, which is better for you in the long run, paper wise and like appearances wise, but. She would have served more time. Yeah. And I think that when you are afraid to 
in this case, if you genuinely felt you did nothing wrong and you're scared to go before a jury of people that are going to look at your entire situation and they're going to have debates about it, they're going to have conversations about it, and you think immediately that you're not going to get past the jury because they're going to find the flaws in your in your story. Yeah. You know you fucked up. So me, um, so do you know a couple of things? You let me tell you a story you may or may not know about me here in a second. Oh. But um, giving you this scenario, this scenario is that you actually are the person that this other person called. Mm-hmm. You take her to the store. Mm-hmm. She tells you go back to the store. Clerk tells you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, from our discussion, you're calling nine one one. Okay. Yes. Now you're there waiting for the cops. You hear screaming and stuff. Do you wait for the cops or do you go in? You have your gun. Mm-hmm. And you're back at the house. Waiting. You're back at the house waiting. Because obviously you would probably wait for the police, right? Yeah. You would. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the prudent thing to do. And that would be the instructions you're given mm-hmm. is not to put yourself in danger. Yes. Um. Truthfully, I think it's going to depend on who it is. Um. Because mom, dad. Oh, I go in without without it. Yeah. So so like now you go in, you go in holding your gun. You're oh, not yeah. putting it on I'm the counter. I'm not putting that bitch on the counter. You put two into this motherfucker's chest. Yes. Do you do this? Do you do you work them? Do you try to revive them? Um. And be honest if you, if you do or you don't. This is a bad person. Just did some bad stuff to your mom or dad in the house. Um. Probably not. I'd be like, no, he's dead, or I'm not touching him. That like or but the thing is like she like this one she knew this guy mm-hmm. and you know had they had a previous relationship to like friendship relationship of some sort whatever um and she you know chose to work him if I had to run into a house while I'm outside waiting for law enforcement because I can hear my mom screaming because someone is attacking her or threatening her life or my kids or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm going in, guns blazing, yeah. and you're going to be lucky if you only get two. Yeah, now, you get the instructions to not go in mm-hmm. from the dispatcher, right? You're a dispatcher. You've you've given this instruction before. Don't yep. go in. Don't put yourself in danger. Yep. You go in. You shoot this person. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you in the umbrella of the stand your ground thing? I feel like yes. That's a good lawyer question there. That's I a, mean, I don't know. Yeah. My my thought process would be that I should be based on how that law is written and how it is read. Um, obviously, that person is not welcome there, and I am. Um, I mean, I think that's going to be a sticky situation for sure. Hmm. Um, but I can tell you, like, in my like we all joke around and it is not a secret listen i cannot get arrested and go to jail i will fucking die in there there's no way i'll make it <laughs> I, I don't know I, I really think you can uh probably sell some some ass in prison oh, i don't think i would make it oh you would probably find a couple of big <laughs> big chicks there that would probably you know want to eat your ass out a little bit but it would be worth it oh yeah well the ass eating part or the whole killing somebody killing somebody in that <laughs> sense so I found a cool story. 
before I tell you my story. Okay. You remember we put up we uh, a few podcasts ago, we had the Uber guy that yes. in Polk County, right? Mm-hmm. Found a similar story and is in a uh, God, it's like weird state. The Uber or Lyft, one of the two, does not allow you to carry a gun when you're in the right. whole Uber or Lyft umbrella, yeah. right? Being general, general about the story. As an employee? Yes. Okay. I'm being general about it because it turns out I kind of know the person. So, oh, geez. So, uh, <laughs> so, anyways, that person's doing Uber or Lyft. Uh-huh. They have a gun. Okay. Somebody gets in, recognizes this person, starts attacking them. Oh. And this person pulls out a gun. And as the person flees, is trying to get out of the car, puts a couple in them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So... Because the rule that applied of you're not supposed to have a gun while you're in the process of doing this job. Okay. Like, can't you stand your ground? I also think that it gets into not being able to use stand your ground because the person was trying to leave. Because they got hit in the back. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what they're so saying. So that's part of the whole stand your ground thing. And if you look at other cases and case studies on it. The people that end up not being able to use that uh, to their advantage is because they threatened the per- the bad guy. Yeah. If you don't leave or get off of her, I'm going to shoot you. Well, they turn around and leave. The threat now is not there like it was. Yeah. So your security in that stand your ground law is now running out the door. Yeah. It's, you know, so what do you... Do you still shoot them and take the chance or like, really? I don't think you sh- I don't think you can. Yeah, it's crazy, right? But so, I. Yeah. So, you know, I often uh, fan like have this like recurring dream. So you were uh, when I was married to Anne, uh, my ex-wife, like there was this family that was kind of close to her mom's family. Mm-hmm. And they had this little girl named Sarah mm-hmm. that, you know, so Tommy and Ann um, dated um, till we got married, I knew Sarah as, and then I knew Sarah as like a 16 year old that just had a baby. Okay. And the baby Peyton, we kind of like got close to them. They were like, she was like a sister to Ann. Mm-hmm. So I referred to her as my sister-in-law. Okay. So, um, had an abusive boyfriend, guy named Derek Balto. I'm going to say this asshole's name cause he's an asshole. And, um, he was, uh, the, his family, the Pelto family, they own Kirby vacuum here in Florida. Oh. Okay. So very, very well off guy. All right. Uh, long story short, he's abusive. She leaves him. Mm-hmm. She's actually with another really nice guy named Danny at the time. They, uh, um, he ends up like convincing her to come to his apartment downtown mm-hmm. and stay with him for whatever reason. And, you know, it's one of those relationships kind of like we talked the other day that yeah. people have like a. It's a drug. Yeah. So she, you know, shows up. Now, this is a Saturday. I'm sitting at the fire station. Station one, mm-hmm. and we're dive training, which means they're out in jet skis and yeah. diving and getting paid by the city. Mm-hmm. Having fun. <laughs> it's a good day. Yeah. But they don't, I hate driving the fire truck, which they know that I hate it. <laughs> and they don't tell me that I'm supposed to drive the fire truck till we come back from dive training. Now it's too late for me to go home. So my plan is to just hit something. Oh, okay. With the truck. All right. And then they don't make me drive anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, there's well, the pole there. I bet. Yeah. So. Anyways, get out of the shower, get done cleaning a bunch of dry suits and all that shit. We get a call, which is a, a stabbing to the neck is what it comes in as. We leave. 
and it's down the street from the fire station. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, Engine One, Rescue One. And um, we turn, it's Lucerne Circle, which is literally down the street from the old fire stations where the, so the old fire station one used to sit where the uh, the Dr. Phillips Center is now, the okay. performing arts. Oh, thing. yeah. Okay. So literally two minute drive, I see a cop cars. Mm-hmm. So I go, fuck, this is a bad call. Yeah. We go up, uh, turns out we got two victims. And sure shit, one girl is completely stabbed through the neck, uh, the chest. Her head is fucking bashed in worse than I've ever seen. Like, has she been in like a two-car pileup or rollover and shit? You Wouldn't would. be as surprised as the injuries that she has because she looks like she was in a fucking car accident. Yeah. Uh, blood everywhere. Now, the guy that's there, like he's like he's got like a little bump to the head and he's like acting real unconscious. He's playing possum. Yeah. So obviously he's done the trauma to this chick. Yeah. Um, he's trying to say that, you know, she attacked him and lost yeah. consciousness and he fucked her up. Uh, anyways, we end up working this code on her. Like, uh, she ends up dying right there, kind of takes her last couple breaths. Like, uh, it's kind of weird. We have the, the sucking chest wound. I can hear the air coming out, which is the only time I've really ever seen one of those, like, mm. prior to another time. But, like, first time I ever see one, you know, and uh, I'm like 21 years old at the time so like i haven't seen a lot of shit you yeah. know so the uh he ended up it was the the claw the hammer that he beat her with he actually oh, dug that into her chest shit. and that's why he also dug into her neck oh so we work her we end up cutting her clothes off um she you know has a bunch of piercings and stuff and you know the, the fire department later on on that day kind of where a couple of weird things happen later on that day but anyways we end up taking her to the hospital take the other dude to the hospital she uh uh ends up finding out that's sarah it's the girl oh so i didn't did not recognize her but on you the couldn't call. tell because her face was so bad i had taken her to go get a tattoo that was on her back oh when we rolled her because i was holding the tube and stuff we rolled towards me never saw her back ah so you so, what you didn't see any did not see that markings, not, yes like, yeah i would have recognized her right there and i would have probably so that's where my fantasy comes in is that i actually recognize her yeah recognize that this is the asshole and i fucking commence on on him instead of doing your job yeah Mm -hmm. isn't that crazy as shit it is because how do you how would you what would you choose yeah i you know, you there is part of you like you think about it and now you would have you think you would have gone after him, but, but I genuinely I honestly I don't think you would. I, I don't know. Like I, I, that that the the <laughs> you know what's funny is it, it's not funny, but that guy on that call, that twenty one year old kid, would have probably commenced to stomping the living shit out of him. I was very impulsive back then. Yeah. And I had a lot of like Fucking the, you know, like a lot of go fuck yourself in me. Yeah, um, true. And it's the different time, <laughs> yeah. and you're you're two, probably two, less muscle memory yeah. at that point too. Two or three years earlier, the eighteen year old me got saved by a guy. I was I was going to beat a guy with a fucking uh, the leg of a table mm. that was abusing a kid, and like the guy that saves me is this guy named Rob Ansel, who tells me what the fuck are you doing, and he takes the fucking shit yeah. out of my hand. And um, he saved my fucking career because that was like my second or third day on the job. Oh, geez. And I was, you know, I was going to go to prison for beating the living shit out of a child yeah. molester, you know. 
So, uh, so it's like that impulsive yeah. dude was back then, you know. So, so yeah, you may have been yeah. like, "Hey, you guys got to work on her. I'm gonna go take care of yeah, that." Yeah, I'm gonna fuck this dude up. And then can you imagine how different your life would have been because oh man, crazy you'd shit. Have been, you would have been fucked. So you know, the craziest thing is that probably in the in the 15 years I was married to Anne, Anne probably came to the station maybe four or five times to like eat dinner or hang out with me and shit. That's to like it. in the in the in that in, <laughs> In that span. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? That was one of the days. Oh. She came that day, and I was like, man, we just had the most fucked up call, and I was telling her about that. And then hours later, my mother-in-law, who only ever called me at the fire station one time, that was it, calls and says, did you run on a girl? And the police had just come over to give the notification. Oh, my God. And you had no idea that whole time? No. That is crazy. Ain't that the most insane shit? Yeah, like, it's so so insane. And I, I think that a situation like that, I feel like that was, like, a divine intervention type of thing. Because had you seen her back and known it was her... I would have fucked that dude up. And you would have lost it all. Yep. You would have lost everything. Yeah, done. Was that, um, that was the but moment. But in that mindset, you know, it none of that matters. And it's hard to remind yourself in times like that, that you do have a lot to lose. Like, yes, you're, you could defend her and you can, you know, fuck him up, but it's also going to fuck your, the rest of your life up. Yeah. You know, it is the thing that kind of, I guess to, to kind of conclude this thing is that, that there's a lot to be saying about telling the truth. Yes. There's a lot to be saying about like, you know, thinking about the consequences of things. Yeah. Even though it's hard, it like I'm a very reactive person and it has taken me I'm not as violently reactive like that. Um like my dad is. But the thing with him is he's not that nobody matters or like his life hasn't mattered, but like he's not a fireman, he's not a paramedic, he's not none of that. So in his mind, if it were to come down to something happening to me or to my mom, he has nothing to lose because we are his his things. You yeah. know, we are his world. And he's never been scared to die. He's never been scared to go to jail. But you can bet your ass if somebody does something to one of us, he has nothing to lose at that point and he yeah. doesn't care. So, but that's, I think that comes down to people's different you have different roles in the world. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I firmly believe that that happening to you and you not knowing that that was her, that yeah. happened for yeah, a reason. That's an intervention from higher, it was. higher power than me. Because you would have lost your career. You know, it, let's say I don't lose my career. And this is the one thing. It's taking some therapy to get here. So uh, let's say I don't lose my career. Mm-hmm. And I did something bad to that guy and it cost him his life. Right. Mm-hmm. And nothing bad happens to me. I think that even though he was a bad human, mm-hmm. taking his life would weigh on me. Yes. I think if I even shot a bad guy, a child molester or a you know oh, a yeah. robber or somebody that killed my my you know mm-hmm. harm Trish or harm the kids, the weight of that that I me would, causing yeah. somebody's life to somebody to lose their life mm-hmm. that would haunt me. Yes. I I think the same thing and like you know we 
obviously we joke about it or we talk about it and we, you know, wish a motherfucker would. And, you know, some days I genuinely wish somebody would fucking... <laughs> I, ugh, I, think across that, one I think that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm always thankful that I've never been in that situation mm-hmm. because just like you just said, I don't know how I would live with that on my conscience. Even though could. they're a bad guy. Yeah. Even I, if it's a bad person. I don't think I could. Even if it was completely justified. Yes. I took a life. Yes. How do you... And, like, I wonder for, you know, people like you guys that are... You signed up to save lives. Yeah. That's been your entire existence. Yeah. How do you... How do you take one? Oh, man. It not would, lose one. Like, it would, it's not somebody you couldn't save. It would, it would genuinely fuck me a up. life you took. I can tell you that it would fuck me up. Yeah. Uh, I just. And I, I think like, people don't think about that. No. I think about it because of my son. Like, my son's job is to. Yes. Kill somebody. To take lives. Yeah. And, like, I think if. I, I don't know how his mind would handle it. I just. I know that mm-hmm. maybe he thinks a little bit different than I do. Maybe, like, you know, a lot of the guys that have come through the company, they have issues coping with. Oh, yeah. Things now is because they have genuinely, you know, taken another human life. Like they've killed a person. Yes. And then I think that some of them. Justifiably. Yes. And then I think some of them come back into civilian life and they go into public safety and whatever. And they're trying to save lives now because I, I wonder if they are in some way trying to make up for it. Yeah. You're never going to. They're understimulated. Like real. It's not going to go away. Yeah. Real life un, is not stimulating enough for no. these guys. And there, But I do think that there is guilt that goes with taking a life. Uh, gotta be. Like I just, like I have never, you know, I've been in fights. I have been, you know, I've had rage and one mm-hmm. fuck, you know, I will fuck somebody up holding the a football in the wrong color. You mm-hmm. know, uh, hockey fights, all yeah. the things. But to genuinely cause somebody their life. Like, I am the yeah. cause where they're not here anymore would fuck, would fuck with me. Even if they deserved it. Even if they deserved it yeah. would fuck with me. That's a lot to carry. Yeah, man. Like, I, you know. Yeah, so. I don't. I genuinely, you know, I'm thankful that we have the rights that we do and that we can be prepared the best that we can for a bad situation like that and that I have the ability to defend myself and protect myself and protect my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I have that. I do genuinely hope I never have to. Yeah. Because I don't know what it would do if I did. Yeah. Shit. I don't think there's any better way to finish this one. Yep. Next time. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> Bye.